I lost my job in December 2008, and even though my life has improved a lot since then, I will never forget that long, cold winter. During those gloomy months, I obsessed over books by Great Depression writers, the men and women who endured the same problems that writers have faced ever since the Great Recession of the early aughts. I called these men and women writers sad men. I am author and journalist Jason Bogue, and this is the Sad Men Podcast. I will tell you stories about how a group of misfits, failures, and forgotten writers survived the Great Depression. This scrappy generation has been wiped off the literary map and long since forgotten, but we need to remember them now more than ever. the voice of Arch Obler, the legendary radio writer who hit the Chicago radio scene in 1933, half-starved by the Great Depression and hell-bent on writing radio dramas. In 1936, the horror program Lights Out needed a new writer. Obler joined the show as a temp, but mastered the bloody format from the start. He buried a girl alive in his first episode. He described his bloody epiphany while writing that script. I had no conception as the pages streamed from the typewriter that what I had written was horror beyond horror, for I had taken a believable situation and unwritten it so completely that each listener filled the silences with the terrors of his own soul, Obler wrote. Obler plucked these monsters from the anxious collective unconscious of a country clawing its way out of the Great Depression. An entire generation had been choked by poverty and uncertainty, and everybody knew what it felt like to be buried alive in the barren ground of our busted country. That episode generated 50,000 letters from shocked listeners, and Obler went on to craft more than 100 scary radio plays. Two years into his bloody reign on Lights Out, Obler wrote Murder Castle, the story of an impoverished girl who begs for work at a rich man's mansion. The sadistic owner kills her and buries her in cement, one of the many poverty-stricken victims. Later, the murdered girl's sister returns to the murder castle and kills the serial killer. We hear him die, screaming in agony. But the heroine is driven insane by her cold-blooded deed and ends the episode by chanting revenge, 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 over and over again. The story was based on the 19th century serial killer named H.H. H. Holmes, a man hung for murdering countless women in Chicago. Obler's version of the story haunted a generation that had been scattered by the migrant economy of the Great Depression, a world that split families and sent lonesome travelers chasing the promise of work far, far from home. In his final episode of Lights Out, Obler wrote a story about a character named Arch Obler. His fictional alter ego struggled to write a Lights Out episode despite a tight deadline. While writing, this fictional version of Arch Obler reads an ancient book of curses out loud for inspiration, accidentally summoning a shambling hell beast that is invisible to everyone except Arch Obler. Over the course of this bloody episode, the mumbling, moaning, and groaning monster brutally murders the family and friends of Arch Obler's fictional alter ego, but nobody can see this hell-spawned Mr. Snuffleupagus except for Arch Obler. 
In the final twist of the story, we discover that the whole episode was just a dream, a nightmare concocted for Arch Ogler's final Lights Out episode. But suddenly, our illusion of safety shatters when the imaginary monster growls in the corner, devouring our hero while the real Arch Ogler screams and screams over the airwaves. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Joan. Hold it for a minute. I think someone came in. I imagine it's Bernie. I'll see who... After scaring his listeners with nightmares painfully close to real life, Arch Obler's greatest horror story came to life and murdered its master, literally killing his radio show. <laughs>